This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, the killing of a sacred deer. I, I couldn't find the tagline. They didn't even kill a regular deer. I don't have time for this. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. I am hot motherfucking Lanta. Oh my. What? That was Troy. That wasn't me. Oh, that was Troy. Yeah. Troy is now hot yeah. Lanta. Motherfucking. Oh, is that the distinction? You're just regular hot Lanta? Yes. And he's hot motherfucking Lanta? Yes, because I'm much more dialed back to Troy. Troy, if you have a problem with this newfound uh, identity, say something. Seems pretty accepting to me. That seems official. Silence is yes. No, Troy is Troy. Brett is hot. Lanta. A.K.A. hot motherfucking Lanta. I and we have now. watched... Shut up, Meg. <sighs> and we have watched The Killing of a Sacred Deer. They who suggested it? Dummy act. There you go. Okay. I didn't say dairy tech. Yep. You see the patch on the back. Yep, and this is, uh... John Amplis. Yeah, no, it's not John Amplis. He was in Martin. John Amplis. So, anyway. Anyway. Read your synopsis from IMDb. Oh, I mean your book. <laughs> I gave away uh -huh. the secrets. A little peek behind the curtain. Shut up. Stay out of the curtain. It's bad stuff back there. Gross, sexy stuff. Well... You wouldn't want it. You're half right. You only like... clean, non-sexy things. Uh-huh. I don't have any examples. Please don't ask. You so, will only uh, be met with disappointment. So this here... Are you ever going to start? I'm trying so hard. I don't... This is so hard? Yeah. God, you're lazy, dude. Yeah. Come on, man. It's a maximum amount of it effort. It looks like, you know, you could push me or something. You just blink. We're like... Blinking is all you do. We're almost 300 episodes into this. I think we're all aware Blinking of what my maximum talking. effort Blinking level is. Blinking and talking. So we start off with... Uh, some credits and some music. Whoa! Who's seen that coming? Blurry credits, weird music. Well, I think their credits were... Not blurry intentionally. Was it my eyes? Yeah. I packed a lot of Vaseline into them right before I came over. Yeah, I don't know why you did that. I like it. It hurts. It makes me feel alive. Just gets you back to normal these yeah. days. Yeah, baseline. And uh, then we switch. You're gonna to, get uh, damn started or what? I'm trying. So we start with the music. Beginnings. And then we ah! we get some surgery footage. Yeah. Oh, man, that was fucking sweet, dude. You get some blurry words for like three minutes, and then it's human guts working in the body. Yeah. It's, uh... Chris was uncomfortable. I didn't care for that very much. I was too comfortable. Which was worse than my discomfort. Yeah, for both of us. Yeah. And, uh... I appall myself a lot. And we meet up with, uh... Our... 
antagonist, or one of our antagonists, I guess. Nicole Cruz or Will Ferrell? Or protagonists, not antagonist. Nicole Cruz or Will Ferrell? Will Ferrell. Thank you. Not real Will Ferrell, but... You get the jokes. For the purposes of this, Will It's Ferrell. because of the Ferrell thing. Oh, God. Okay. Fucking dummy. Could have just also... We could have just went with Ferrell. That would have... Pharrell Pharrell. He's got that hat. They Circa do have hats. 2014. They both wore hats. Will Ferrell. Yeah. So anyway, Will Ferrell is talking to his buddy... Uh, Anesthesiologist. Yeah, and they're talking about watches and how uh, far underwater their respective watches go. 200 meters. 100 meters. Yeah. That's you. You're 100 meters. And, uh... It needs to be said, just off the rip, every line of dialogue in this movie is weird. Yep, it's really forced, and you can always tell that they're not saying everything. Yeah, it is a good approximation of what human speech sounds like. Yep. But that's okay. It's jarring at first. That's how you talk to people, uncomfortably. And then, um... Hello, Chris. You are pants. See? That's how people talk. My watch also goes to a certain depth of water before it malfunctions. How many meters of your watch? My watch is good for up to 100 underwater meters. 200 meters. Seems that you have a superior watch in this instance. Although I... I can perhaps acquire you such a deal on said other watch. I do not appreciate your choice of watch band. Let's talk about watches some more. Have so, we hit uh, the half hour mark of our watch discussion? No. that We'll save that for Let's our... Let's keep talking about watches. Our sister podcast. Don't shake your head no at me. Watch band princess. Read your book or I will strike you. Uh-huh. So, uh... Strike. Will Ferrell meets up with Weird Kid... Marvin. At the local diner. Old Marvin. He's weird. It's, it's Martin, I'm pretty sure. I swear to God, I'm going to beat you dumber. Uh, it's Marvin, and okay. you're going to say cool, it. Cool, cool, Marvin, cool. Don't make, do you want a fucking donut? Uh, I don't think you do. Too early for that reference, but... Reference? So he, uh, he beats up... You better up smoke that cigarette. With uh, Mar Martin, Marvin, Thank whatever... You. You must like elbows. It's Marvin. And they they have an awkward talk at a diner. Yep. Real awkward. He seems nervous about wanting food. You know, that's normal for people. Yeah, I'm always nervous about food. About wanting it? Yeah. Does being hungry make you uncomfortable? Uh, yeah. That's the weirdest thing I think I've ever heard. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a survivability what, what trait. What does hunger produce in you? Guilt? It's... <laughs> Remorse? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You just feel but bad for being feeling bad for being hungry. I feel guilty about being hungry, and then I feel very bad about feeling guilty about being hungry. I'm like, I shouldn't uh, feel hungry. Oh, I shouldn't. I feel real bad about feeling bad about being hungry. Probably should let me be your therapist. Well, it would be affordable, and it's also wildly unproductive. Nah, it's fine. I'll teach you some stuff. Well, you did say a lot about elbows earlier. I'll take you out in the woods and make a man out of you. Uh, 
Uh, On with your book. So, um, after weird uh, diner scene... With Marvin. Will Ferrell heads back to meet up with his family where they have dinner. Yep. You have long-haired child. Uh Uh-huh. Daughter. Okay, good. Nicole Cruz. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you get it? Yeah, no, I get it. I don't. There is a there's an argument about the length of of uh, hair on long haired kid on long hair. Daughter doesn't really say much at the dinner. I don't think she just kind of daughters. Yeah, well, she they talk about singing or something. And she's in the school choir or some shit. Yeah, choir singing, sure. And he brings up that he's been uh, like mentoring Marvin. Teaching medicine. Yeah, because he wants to be a cardiologist. You know, like a normal teenager. teenager. Ugh. Repulsive. And then uh, everybody retires after dinner. Kids go to bed, so mom and dad play... No more work for anybody, huh? Weird, uh... Retire? No, I get it. Thank you. And Will Farrell and Nicole Cruz. Thank you. They they do the normal uh, adult thing where you uh, you have your wife uh, say the words general anesthesia and then she lays on the ground like she is under bed like she is under general anesthesia. Yeah, and then you then Will Ferrell touches himself. Yeah, you rub one out and you kiss her on the mouth like you do. Yep, that's sex as best as I know it anyway. Whoa, whoa! The way you said that makes me think that's not really what it is. What? So you're either wrong, or I've been doing things terribly inappropriately my entire life. I feel like I'm probably wrong. That's always my opening, is I just yell general anesthetic. <laughs> and then fall. And then paw up my junk. <laughs> Wait, no, the other person has to yell general anesthetic. Oh. And then you paw at your junk. So you have been doing it wrong. I have been doing it wrong. But we've got that covered now, so. Wow. Going forward. Yeah. Now I know how to be an appropriate lover. Yep. Don't say the words and touch yourself. So, uh, anyway, the next day they go to some, like, uh, party thing for doctors. A, a dinner. Yeah. He gives a speech. Yeah, and he talks about cardiology. He makes a joke about a man being dead, and everyone laughs. Hilarious. When I make jokes about a man being dead, nobody laughs. I get told to leave the room. Hilarious. Right? Also, there's a difference between giving a speech at a party and yelling it at Taco Bell. Just saying. No, there isn't. Well, that might be part of your... Solution? Well, okay. I mean, yeah, I guess it could be. Problems and solutions are the same thing sometimes. Yeah. And basically the takeaway from the party is that uh, Will Ferrell don't drink. Mm-hmm. Alluding to his problem because with alcohol. Because he was offered this amazing cocktail with 17 different liqueurs that I guess tasted like angel's tears. I don't know. He was like, nah, bruh. And, uh, so he said that in the movie. No, he did not. Shut up. And for some reason, Will Ferrell invites Marvin over for dinner. Marvin. 
to meet his family. You know, for awkwardness. And we, we learned some things. We learned that uh, Marvin's dad died mm-hmm. from a car accident. But Will Ferrell didn't make a joke about that one. And it's just him and Mom living together. Yep. In a shitty house in a shitty neighborhood, which neither of those things are true. Nope, it's not. It is a very nice house in a rather affluent neighborhood. Because I live in a reasonable house in a shitty neighborhood, and they are in way better shape than we are. Yeah. I mean... There's no prostitutes. There's no downed power lines. You can park on the street. Nobody's shoes are thrown up over the properly erected power lines. There's not a light commercial district two houses down from you. The other day, me and the wife went to the gas station and somebody tried to sell us a utility knife by walking up and saying, You like knives? That... True fucking story. I'll call the wife right now if I have to. No. Middletown. Yeah. Look it up. That sounds right. That would be one of the... All the accessories she told us. Uh, whoa, all of them? It was brand new. Did you buy it? Uh, no, because I told the wife later that if the knife had been of poor quality and was missing several accessories, I would have bought it. Gotta have standards. Right. That's fair. I'm not just going to buy some stupid brand new knife with all the accessories. Brand new knife. Yeah. It's <laughs> probably not even bodies on it yet. That's hoe shit. I want an old knife that's missing a lot of stuff. How much stuff could a knife be missing before it's just a slab of metal? Handle, pin that the knife hinges on, metal casing inside the handle. Uh huh. Couple of rivets, maybe. It's good. You've named several parts of knives. I'm impressed by your knife knowledge. I like knives. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, okay, sorry. Go to hell. And uh, so, anyway, they have dinner, and then Marvin heads up to hang out with long hair and the girl one. Yep, daughter. Daughter. Stupid. And uh, she's like, uh, yeah, I like singing. I'm in, I'm in choir. And uh, Marvin's like, hey, maybe we should go for a little walk. And long hair's like, I- I'd rather listen to stock music that vaguely <laughs> resembles punk rock. You know that classic punk rock jam. And so uh, they take a walk. President's bullet riddled body in the street. Uh, daughter sings poorly in front of a tree. I don't think that was the next line in the song. No, it is. Ride Johnny Ride. Yeah. That's for you, Christian. Is it? Or Matt. If Matt ever listens to these anymore. He's never called me out for my Misfits quote, so. I don't know much about the Misfits. Never heard of her. They're the rivals in Joe of the Holograms, right? No, that's the Ramones. Oh. Stupid. Oh, yeet. Go ahead, Chris. Oh, good. You said that thing that you said. You're telling me that the yeet episode wasn't fantastic? Yeah. Oh. That's the thing I did. Sorry. So, uh, the next day, old, uh, what what am I calling him? Marvin? Marvin. Shows up at the doctor's office, Will Ferrell. Yes, Dr. Will Ferrell. And invites him to dinner with him and his mom to repay his kindness for the dinner with his family. 
Yeah. And he's like, yeah, cool, cool. So he heads over. They have a weird dinner. His mom's Alicia Silverstone for some reason. Uh, probably because she's the actress they paid to play that role, I would assume. You got a fucking answer for everything, don't you? I mean, most things. Even that. And uh, Marvin's like, hey, why don't we watch this movie? It's my dad's favorite movie. It's Groundhog Day. He doesn't say it, but it is Groundhog it's, Day. Yeah, there was, you saw, you know, Andy McDowell and Bill Murray, all that stuff. And uh, Marvin's like, oh, I'm tuckered out. I gotta hit the old sack. So now uh, Will Ferrell is alone. With Clueless. And uh, he's like, hey, look. I know you were my husband's surgeon or doctor or whatever, and he always said you had pretty hands, and I think you have pretty hands, and I would like to put your hands in my mouth. I want to get your whole hand wrist deep into my mouth. And she, uh, yeah, shoves at least one to three fingers. It was like the thumb and the pointer. It was weird. Pretty well down to the wrist from there. It was uncomfortable. And so a couple the days. Of a couple uh, uncomfortable scenes. There's some real uncomfortable shit. I like it. So a couple days go by, and uh, Will Ferrell is having a, a little cookout with his watch friend. Yep, anesthesiologist. And gets a call from old uh, Marvin. Yeah. And Marvin's like, "Hey man, I'm at the diner. I got the pie. What's up? What's up, dog?" And he's like, "Dude." I am literally creeped out by everything about you and your family. Also, your mom, like, sucked my hand say, off? Your mom tried to suck my hand, dude. And That's weird. I don't want to have pie with you at the diner anymore. And, uh, so the next day, long hair. He He's running late for school. And Will Farrell goes up, and he's like, hey, man, come on, what the fuck? You're going to miss the bus, and we're not going to take you to school if you miss the bus, so you need to get out of bed. You're going to walk, bitch. But he he can't get out of the bed. His legs ain't no good no more. Yeah. So they uh they take him to the hospital, and they, you know, they give him your normal uh tests for leg-bustedness. Yeah, you poke him in the foot with a safety pin. Yeah. You said get up stupid a couple of times and see if they get up. Nope, they're too stupid to get up. But then he can walk, and they're like, eh, he's probably just, you know, stressed out because it's real hard being 12 these days. Yep, you have all those cares in the world. Got bills and kids and rent. Yuck. But um, on the way out of the hospital, he he his legs fucking give out again. He has a case of the relapse. So they uh they have to stay overnight, and then uh, the next day, when Will Ferrell and uh Marvin, the, the other one, the late the his wife Nicole Cruz, yeah. They Where show is up, Troy? And Marvin is hanging out in the hospital room already. And he's like, "Hey, I was just, I was, I was just chilling. It's cool, man. Hey, why don't you uh, come on down to the cafeteria, Will Ferrell, and we can, we can chat a little bit." And uh, he lays out a few things. Right. These are important. 
Yeah. He's like, look, I know you're a busy man, so I'm going to lay this out as quick as I can. And he really does. It's really quick. Like, I I had to ask a bunch of questions. Chris told me I was stupid because of my questions. But go ahead, Professor fucking Smarty Pants. Go ahead and read it off as quick as you can. Oh, as quick as I can? With your old ass. Yeah, come on. Okay. So, Marvin says... You killed my dad, so now that because you killed my dad, we got to balance out the scale. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna like uh, your family is gonna start fucking go being paralyzed in the limbs, and they won't eat, and then their eyes are gonna bleed, and then they're gonna die. So the only thing to make it right is to kill one of them before they all die. I think that was pretty good. I think you could you could probably slim a couple of seconds down off of that. Let's go it again from the top. This time on Slaughterhouse Princess. John Amplis. Yeah, it's a good it's a good bit. Facebooks and all that, and that's the end. Slaughterhouse.com princess. The complete opposite of the beginning. But um, anyway, well, Farrell's like um, it's still pretty slow. No, to the thing you said, you fucking whack job. Oh, Marvin, what are we gonna do with you? And gets him a uh, drug out of the hospital by security. Yep. Bye. And uh, the next day, Nicole Cruz brings uh, Longhair's favorite donuts, but he don't want he don't want to eat the donuts. Nope. This is where the donut joke comes in from earlier. Yeah, and Will Ferrell uh, really wants him to eat the donut, and he tries to cram it into his closed mouth, palm first, really hard. Yeah. At which portion of time, I said, drink your beer! And Chris took a drink of his beer, because I was going to imitate the movie. Yeah. So, uh, meanwhile, at choir practice, yep. daughter ends up, you know, having a case of the uh, leg paralysis. Wacky legs. It's funnier when you say wacky legs. Paralysis, E, don't be scary. Wacky legs, yeah. comedy gold. Yeah. So she, uh, she's starting to have the same symptoms, what with the wacky legs. Yeah. Not wanting to eat. Wacky eating. Wacky legs. And the doctors have been running all kinds of tests, and they're like, hey, there's nothing wrong with your kids. What contest? Multiple choice or essay? Okay. Let the record show I got Forks the Bird when he made that noise. That's all. You sell out. And then, uh, for some reason, Nicole Cruz and Will Ferrell get into an argument about whether or not he was drunk. When they did Marvin's dad's surgery? Yeah. And Will Ferrell's like, it's never the surgeon's fault. It's always the anesthesia guy's fault. You know, old 200 meters. He did it. Yeah. So, naturally, Nicole Cruz does the most reasonable thing and uh, asks him some questions and gives him a handy jammer in uh, her car. Yep. In a parking lot under a bridge. Like you do. We jumped a bit. Maybe. The other mortifying thing happened before that. I do know that. Will Ferrell's uh, secret that he passed on to Longhair. Oh, yeah. That happened yeah. before the uh, under the 
bridge handy jammer. Okay. So we really should go back to that because... Oh, I'll, I'll let you, since you seem so invested. So, for reasons, because Will Ferrell and Longhair like to have weird, tense conversations... Uh, they kind of were they like were they inside somewhere were they out they, they oh were, this is when he was dropping them on yeah. the floor over and over right yeah okay so Will Ferrell drops long hair on the ground like three or four times like a good dad doctor does yeah perfect and then uh, kneels down to you know nose touching distance and explains how they're going to tell each other some secrets and he starts telling his how do you think long hair was maybe 12 yeah probably 12 13 just to make this a little less painful uh, Will Ferrell starts telling a 13-year-old long hair about the hard times he had masturbating when he was a child. Mm-hmm. So one night, late at night, he uh, crept into his dad's room and blasted his dad off with a handy. Yeah. So much ejaculate. Oh, there was a lot. <laughs> Apparently. A lot. A lot. And long hair's like, what? Yeah. And then I believe he says that if he doesn't come clean about faking his problems, he's going to cut off all his hair and make him eat it. Ah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was saving that part for you. Like a good father. Because you really seem to like that part. It was, it was hilarious. Force-feeding people their hair, am I right? Yeah. Ooh, I got a fist bump out of that one. Shit. You know what time it is. You're a prude when it comes to fist bumps. So anyway. Sodomy. So now, uh, at the hospital, Nicole Cruz is hanging out with her kids. Yep. And a daughter gets a phone call from uh, Marvin, mm-hmm. which she can walk now. And then uh, that really pisses her mom off, I guess, for some reason. I get mad about other people's kids walking around, too. Oh, and uh, long hair's like, well, I, if she can walk, I can walk, and just falls out of the hospital bed, which is fucking hilarious. He's used to getting dropped anyway. It's whatever. Yeah, that's like Will the... Ferrell dropped him like six times before all that weird masturbation and hand job talk. Yeah. So uh, they decide that the kids are going to come home. That's how you get your kids ready for the real heart-to-hearts. You have to drop them on the floor a few times. Yeah. it's It's only natural. They're into it. You gotta make sure their heads are cleared out. They may resist at first, but really, they crave discipline. Yeah. Like being dropped on the floor. And then hearing about how your dad had a hard time masturbating when he was a kid. Well, himself, anyway. Those are the words I said. Not others. No. He was incredibly efficient at masturbating members of his immediate family. Well, yeah, just not himself. Yeah. Wait. Wait. No, that that's right. Mmm happen in the movie my problem lies with that is you can't masturbate someone else they sure. call it something different okay. at that point in time yeah so you, put you put blast, that in the comments section you blast them off with a handy J you know what I mean oh yeah that thing that people say all the time blast them off with a handy J hell two of us have said it right oh. I've said it like six times that is 100% of the people that are here right now I guess so <laughs> hold on I can't find Troy. Troy, if you disagree... Please respond in silence. Wait, that means he disagrees. Please respond in... I'm sure he's saying something right now somewhere. Yeah. Always talking. <laughs> Classic Troy. Yep. So, uh... The kids come back home... 
And they're, uh, you know, not doing great still. Nope, still not walking. Still got feeding tubes. Yeah. You know what they say, a feeding tube is a sign of good health. And, uh, Nicole Cruz decides to head over to Marvin's house. Where he has a totally normal conversation in his underpants while eating spaghetti. Yep. Because that's a normal thing people do. Yep. I don't like to get dressed or stop eating my spaghetti for company. Yeah. And I'm constantly in a state of undress <laughs> eating spaghetti if I'm not at work or here. If I'm not at work, I'm wearing tearaway pants and I have spaghetti just sitting in my kitchen. Always ready. Yeah. I'm like, oh, surprise company. Rip spaghetti. <laughs> Please, come in. I'm not wearing pants. You got a bunch of spaghetti and sauce and a tinfoil ball in your pocket right now just waiting. I'd offer you some spaghetti. Waiting. But no, that's all for me. (laughs) How much are you going to talk about how you eat it? At least three minutes worth. Cool. That's very similar to my father's spaghetti eating technique. Yeah. But that... That pisses me off for some reason. Yep. That I can't quite... Spaghetti eating techniques are hereditary. Yeah. Just like that movie. Hereditary spaghetti eating. Yeah. It's the worst porn parody I've ever seen. <laughs> Unless you're really into spaghetti. Well, yeah, then it would probably it's, be it's pretty good. top five. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. Read your book, bitch! So, uh, where are we at? Underpants spaghetti. Underpants spaghetti, thank God. We gotta have landmarks for these things so we can keep on track. And Marvin's like, oh, by the way, ever since my dad died ten years ago, your husband's been trying to fuck my mom. She sucked his hand the other day. Yeah, totally gave him some kind of weird finger job thing. I guess that'd be a more, well, I mean, why don't we call that a hand job instead? I already mean Shouldn't something. the other one just be called a penis job? <laughs> well, fair enough, I guess. So you you heard Hotlanta. We're changing the lexicon. Unfortunately, I, I sure can't wait to listen to the podcast in a week or so and remember what it is that I've said. Yeah, it's only nominally mortifying, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. You remember when you said that thing about babies? Oh, heavens no. Which one do I need to listen to? <laughs> uh, it's, I think it's three back. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You should, oh. You should listen to that. My bad. No, it was pretty good. That's fine, then. (laughs) I know the worst thing I've said on this podcast, and I haven't come close to that since I said it, so... That's true. I'm fine. So, anyway... Dude, five years and one hate letter, come on, that's a pretty good record. That's a pretty solid ratio. We've got some shit comments on iTunes, but we've only gotten one disgruntled letter. Yeah. Uh, Haters always gonna hate. Uncomfortable that you did that. Yeah, I'll put it back. <laughs> you can't. You can't. What? <laughs> you can't put it back. You can't. You can't undab. That's what, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, son. <laughs> oh, you can. It's fucking hard, but you can do it. Anyway, so uh, if you hadn't said dab, they wouldn't uh, know what I was taking out and putting back in. I had to say, Come on, the man. people needed to know what kind of monster you are. <laughs> At least it's just a dab and not what I was trying to allude to. Go ahead, Chris. So, uh... Read your scribbles. Nicole Cruz is... is Cruzman. Is saying that, you know, 
Will Ferrell needs to make this shit right. Tighten up, bro. Figure it out. And he's, uh... He decides that, you know, he needs to find the secret ingredients to fix it. Oh, the hanging out in the kitchen? Yeah. Ooh, I like this. And he needs to find a crocodile tooth. Yep, crocodile tooth. Uh... I don't remember the second thing. I remember virgin pubes. Yeah, and virgin pubes. And he proceeds to go through the fucking, like, silverware drawer and the glasses pantry and everywhere else, just shattering and throwing shit, screaming about teeth and pubes. This was a two-hour-long movie, and we rewound it a little bit. I don't think that's the right term to use. But... I was kind of not paying attention until I heard him yelling about teeth and pubes and ransacking the kitchen, and then we started paying attention again. Yeah. Because that's fucking... I don't care who you are. Teeth and pubes, I'm into it. No, don't even... Don't worry about it. All right. Don't even worry about it. I'm trying not to. Come on down. Get your real fake door. (laughs) So, uh... Will Ferrell decides the only reasonable thing to do is to abduct a child... Okay, that's always reasonable. And uh, duct tape him in his basement billiard room. Oh, Marvin's hardly a child. He's child enough, in the eyes of the law. He talks a lot about killing. And he, uh, you know, beats on him, threatens him, shoots him in the leg. What about the bites? Uh, yeah, yeah. To demonstrate... He bites the holy hell out of Colin Farrell. And then to make it all work out again, he bites the holy hell out of himself and spits a big chunk of his flesh across the room. Yep. It made me a little uncomfortable, and that's pretty hard to do. So, uh, by now his kids know what's going on, and that somebody has to get got in order to stop the uh, uh, curse, for lack of a better... The killing of a sacred deer. Sure, which is what he has to do. Kill a sacred deer. Yeah. So they're, uh... I figured the deer should have had a crown, perhaps been glowing, should have been visibly sacred. Yeah. What is visibly sacred? A a crowd and glowing? Thank you. By your definition, it seems. I was looking for, like, you know, another one from you, but that's fine. That's confirmation enough. So the kids are all... aware. So, uh... Longhair drags his uh, self to the kitchen and shows his uh, dad, Hey, I cut my hair, and I want to be just like you. I want to be a cardiologist because I don't want you to murder me. Please don't, don't kill murder me. Don't kill me now I've cut my hair. Jesus Christ, please don't. <laughs> don't kill me now. Daughter takes a different approach. Uh, yeah, daughter uh, goes all in. Daughter's like, man, kill me. It's whatever. I don't care, you know. Funerals and all that shit. Just kill me. You can have another kid. Whatever. I'm just a kid. Yeah, she hits her with the reverse psychology of... Uh, I'm a big fucking pile of twitchy carbon, and I know it. Go ahead and kill me. It's fine. Yeah, I love you so much. I would do anything. You brought me in. You can take me out. That's fine. Yeah. And this is after she tries to uh, run off with old uh, Marvin. But yep. Marvin doesn't... Uh, want to go for it, so she tries to drag herself down the street. She could barely drag herself a quarter mile away from the house. She wasn't fucking even into it. Yeah. Lazy. 
And uh, so the next day, the Cole Cruz uh, decides, you know, Cruzman. Uh, I'm going to release the abducted teenager we have in the basement that we have beaten and shot. Yeah, he probably won't tell the authorities. Yeah, that's fine. It's just it's kind of stuff that happens when you're a teenager. Right? We've all been there. Am I right, fellas? Yeah. I'm a fella. Yeah. But uh, long hair's eyes start bleeding, which are the last symptom. Stigmata. Yeah. So uh, Will Ferrell's like, uh, okay, here's what we're going to do. And he goes up and tells his wife to meet meet down in the living room for a big family meeting. Yep. Where he uh, duct tapes everybody. To the respective pieces of furniture. Yep. Blindfolds them. Puts pillowcases over their heads more specifically. And then uh, puts on a beanie. Down over his eyes. And has a rifle and spins around and just fires uh, randomly. Yeah. Yeah, it was... uh... It may be pretty uncomfortable to watch. Again, yeah, it doesn't it is, come up uh, very often, but man, I was, it, it made me nervous. It's intense. Yep. And uh, he does it three or four times before yep. he finally... Uh, Hits long here, right in the chest. Yep, and takes him out. Yep. And then uh, the whole family heads to the diner where he used to meet Marvin all the time, and they're enjoying a meal. Burgers and fries and such. And by enjoying, I mean staring at each other because uh, he presumably murdered his son and buried him in a shallow grave in the yard somewhere. Yep. And then Marvin shows up, and everything's weird, and the music gets incredibly loud. I liked it. And then it's over. It's fucking awesome. That's the movie. That was the movie. So hot, Lana. Yeah. Thoughts? Oh, a lot of them. About the movie? Yeah. Okay. Well, mostly. I loved it. I really enjoyed watching The Killing of a Sacred Deer. It was two hours long, and I felt the need to take the time to backtrack a little bit to make sure that I knew what was going on with the teeth in the pubes. Well, I mean, that's classic uh, view, but... You know, the long shots were great. The escalator shot was pretty good. Uh... I gotta give Colin Farrell credit, even though I don't really like Colin Farrell. He was pretty good. Nicole Kidman's always pretty terrifying when she's in weird movies. It it was just great. It was a very tense, uncomfortable movie. The score was awesome. The score made Chris come up off of the couch a little bit because it was oppressively loud. I was yelling at the television to be louder. Uh, No, it was awesome. It wasn't... There were no... A two-hour movie with no lag. I cannot complain. Always something happening. The, they pull off the tense atmosphere so good until you know what's going on. And then it's just even tenser. You think it's weird? It's weirder now than it was a second ago. We've never had movies with so many handy jays and getting your hand sucked by Clueless. That's true. It was it was a banger. It was two hours long. I can't complain. The twists and turns were awesome. I don't know if that's the right word, but it was great. But all the way up, nothing can stop it. 
overhead. Fine. My my turn. What do you or... think, Troy? Fuck it. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good. It is a uh, it is a very art house movie. It is not your average movie. I can see people not liking it at all because it is very different than an average movie. The dialogue through the whole movie is kind of off, but that adds to the supposed to be yeah the the ambiance of the whole thing. Nobody is ever comfortable when they're speaking to anyone in this movie. Yeah, the score is real good and real overbearing sometimes. Yeah, man. In a way that just amps up whatever is going on. Really freaking Chris out. It really bothered me. I liked it. Mostly because it bothered Chris, but still. I thought it was good. It was interesting. It was a different kind of movie. And it it ends. It doesn't really have a payoff in the traditional sense. But it has a reasonable ending. That It has an ending. It doesn't just... It's yeah. not 30 seconds of nonsense and then fade to black. But in a regular it all movie... all comes into a fucking... It all comes to a close. Yeah, in a normal movie, they would have either iced uh, Marvin or forced him to fix the curse or whatever. Right. But nope. They kill a kid and then go about their day. More A24 productions, right? Mm-hmm. I like that. But I say give it a watch with the yeah. caveat of it's two hours long and uh, kind of a... Artsy affair, but bear with because I generally hate anything described as artsy. Chris can attest to that. But this movie was fucking awesome. But thanks to Dummy Act, because I never would have watched it otherwise. Probably it's true. I've known of this movie's existence, but I had no intentions on watching it ever. But it was pretty great. It was pretty great. And next up. We have Macabre. It's Macabre. We went over this. Oh, yes. Macabre from the sister-in-law, which uh, I do believe is Troy's sister-in-law. It's true. So, Hotlanta. What is it? What if other people, things, etc., so forth? Well, I suppose that's their situation now, isn't it? All right. And if they need to rectify that situation... <laughs> you can one. email us at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com don't fucking shake your head no at me slaughterhouseprincess.com we're on the Facebooks, Twitter Reddit, Google Play YouTube, iTunes Stitcher Spotify, iHeart Patreon store and discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com for all that stuff Mm-hmm. so come back next time for Macabre. I told you it's fucking macabre. Macabre. Thank you. And while other people think about movies, we'll keep on drinking about movies. You didn't credit Troy for his line. Bye. Anything's a fidget spinner if you're brave enough. Here you go.